Hey, Shelvies. Buckle up for a new episode of the Shelved Books Podcast, where every writer is a story that may never see the light of day. This is the podcast where authors share the stories that they shelved, the manuscripts that they may never publish. Then they explore the reason why they shelved this story. Welcome to the Shelved Books Podcast. Shelby's happy Thursday. Welcome back to a new episode of the Shelf Books Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Have you subscribed yet? Uh, please do so so that we know that you are there and uh, we always love welcome you. Welcome you back. If you are uh, Shelby through, through and through, thank you so much for coming back and listening or slash watching here on YouTube uh, the episode, a new episode of the Shelf Books Podcast. We are your host, Kate Savanalista. And she's Andrew. And Christy Berman. And we have a guest that just writes so many books that she has another alter ego uh, <laughs> that she that she writes under. That's that's the kind of guest that we have today. And she was actually hooked on romantic stories when she first snuck a bodice ripper from her mom's bedside table. Same. I mean, yes. <laughs> who hasn't? Um, yeah. Who hasn't? yeah, you know, who hasn't <laughs> stolen a Mills and Boone somewhere and read it in a corner. And, uh, for you know, and she usually writes from the far left cushion of her couch, but same. Um, and she pens laugh out loud uh, romantic comedies on with a paranormal twist, which is cute. You know, I love the paranormal twist. Sometimes when I write, I'm like that too. It's like when it's contemporary, I'm like, let's put the vampire in there. <laughs> I always have that urge. Uh, but when she's not putting her characters into embarrassing situations with supernatural entities, she also writes high octane romantic suspense as her alter ego or thrill seeking alter ego now has this alter ego ever done any thrill seeking things we may find out later <laughs> okay and uh, uh so by day she dons dark blue nursing scrubs and drinks way too much caffeine same you know i mean uh, writers everywhere i think can relate coffee is our uh is our life lifeblood that gives us uh you know and so, everybody, please welcome April Asher to the Yay. podcast. Hi. AKA April Hunt. So, yeah. if uh, she is new to you after this podcast, please go Google, research, pre order her, her book, buy her books. Yeah. <laughs> basically, basically. So, please, but first, listen to this, finish listening to this podcast. Or if you can multitask while listening, mosey on over to your favorite <laughs> bookstore and uh, either physically or online and uh, go grab her books because I, for one, already have a few on my list and I'm just waiting for them to arrive. That's basically <laughs> it. Uh, so April, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Um, so it feels like I've been writing forever. Um, and like you said, I do have two pen names. Um, when I first fell into publishing, um, you know, how, how trends come and go and Paranormal has always been my first love, but when I first started in the publishing journey, it wasn't considered, you know, in trend. Mm -hmm. And that's actually how April Hunt fell into romantic suspense. Um, and uh, then just, things just snowballed. COVID happened and April Asher was born <laughs> <laughs> because she needed something not of this world. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I've been doing the paranormal rom-coms um, for the last couple of years. 
So like when it, what, why like it because rom coms are, are have made a resurgence definitely. So like mm-hmm. in, the, in the choices, why the paranormal and not like necessarily like the mystery or the because there's so many rom com you know offshoots. Why the paranormal? Um, so because I, I am a nurse and, um, actually right before COVID hit, I was at the point where I had just finished my last, um, romantic suspense book. Like it was edited. I'm pretty sure we already had advanced reader copies. Like it was done. Um, and it was trying to focus on something new. And, um, actually one of the shelled books I'll talk to you about was actually a new romantic suspense, um, that I had been working on and then COVID hit. Um, and nursing in a hospital was not fun Mm. and I needed something different. Like I needed laughs. I needed something not based in this reality. So hence like the paranormal (laughs) rom-com, not just rom-com, you know? And I like, I went like full tilt every corny, punny, like (laughs) dad joke, like anything that just kind of made me roll my eyes and be like, oh my God, that's something my husband would say. (laughs) I put it in there and that's, yeah, it's just what I needed, you know? So, (laughs) and it worked out because I had the new series. So (laughs) I I think it's what exactly everybody needed, I think. Yeah. 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 And new direction, new name, because they are they do the the two stories sets of stories they are very different so april hunt is very steamy steamy more on that that actiony and this is definitely an escape at april asher for that fun times mm, okay Less so, explosions yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that so you mentioned already your uh shell book so uh can, can you share it with us yeah so i guess i have so many like things started if I were to show anybody my files on my computer it would be really embarrassing I mean (laughs) um the the most recent one um was the one that I mentioned like when I finished writing my last romantic suspense book um I had another proposal you know to take to my publisher and and I want to say I had like maybe a hundred pages of it. So I like had like a good, like one third of it written um, along with a, a series ideas for more books in that series. And um, I, you know, I, I needed something a little different, you know, and I needed that escape and I shifted and I kind of put it on the back burner, you know, with that intention that at some point I, I will get back to it. Um, that was three years ago and I have not yet gotten back to it. <laughs> I keep telling myself that I'm going to, um, but yeah, it's pretty much like all my other series where the herons are very like kick-ass herons and the, and the heroes are always like the guys in the cover with like the bulgy muscles and, you know, um, but that new series, that one that ended up shelving, um, it was actually revolved. I called it, I want to say I called it Athena Ops, um, and it was based around a female-centric um like mercenary type group um mm-hmm. and stand of that band of brothers it was a band of sisters Love so it. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> yeah I know so I was like if, if I ever when I, I delve back into April Hunt you know um I think it's definitely something that I'm gonna steer back towards because I did love that idea it's just oh. uh 
it wasn't the time <laughs> so had you already fleshed out the world and all the characters and everything mostly you... yeah mm. I mean I gave them nicknames I gave I mean it was it was all there <laughs> um and I even had very rough outlines for um two other books so like three in total um and it was hard it was kind of hard to put it away you know and especially deciding to put that down and go in a whole new subgenre of romance um was something I mean even though I'm a big paranormal lover and always have been um I hadn't put it to paper with the intention of publishing yet so it was a little it was a little risky but um but it was something that I I, I just knew that I kind of needed to do or at least try so was it that you were just feeling just um the way you were feeling at the time that you just didn't want to I just didn't want yeah no it was more the fact that um it was based in a reality you know not my reality because I'm not chasing bad guys and you know what I mean but um <laughs> but I needed something totally different you know I needed like running into vampires on the subway and like you know magic just out there and, and open and stuff like that um I didn't want to think about like bad guys and explosions and you know like all that stuff I just wanted something totally different um and I went for it with uh with a single natural <laughs> series single series so um but yeah I just I needed something different um and I still love romantic suspense I still I still read it I have my faves um but yeah I mean I, I do plan to go back I do love that cast of characters so and I love the concept of really strong female um kick-ass figures so it's definitely one I would love to revisit now how did your April... how did yeah. your publisher feel about it though because you came to the publisher I guess with a brand new idea I I went to them with Athena Ops um actually um and then um and afterwards I was just kind of like you know I just I just don't know you know what I mean it's like mm -hmm. I'm not feeling it um I very literally when I came up with the idea of the new series um of supernatural singles um I said to my agent I said because at the time there were like whispers that paranormal was going to be coming back but at the time now it's you know I mean it's out there you know mm -hmm. um but at the time in early, very early 2020 there was whispers but nothing was being announced um so it was a risk you know um but I very literally one day <laughs> I sat down I had both documents open and I sat and stared at the Athena Ops um document probably for a good four hours and worked on the same paragraph oh um whereas not the witchy wed which was the first book in the supernatural single series I very literally wrote um I want to say it was 70 to 80 pages in less than a week oh, and so and that was unheard of for me even before COVID came wow <laughs> so you were enjoying yourself That's yeah. so yes so I was like well the writing's kind of on the wall like you know um <laughs> and so I, I I took it to my agent and I said all right I she's like all right she's like let's go for it and we lucked out we, we found a new home um I still love the romantic suspense and the explosions and the sexy guys and the muscle shorts so I mean I definitely will be going back to that at some point so <laughs> so it's not necessarily like a fully shell book it was more it was more not the right time yeah, yeah. your decision that you yeah 
yeah. it's not necessarily like the publisher didn't want it or like right you know, okay so, yeah. so when it when it comes to something like that like how it, it's true you go with where the writing leads you mm-hmm. right so like so now how would you would would you be ready to go back to it and uh, or do you want to wait to feel that same way again before you come back I think yeah I think so like I I'm definitely my heart right now is still in firmly into that paranormal space um I think if I do veer back towards as of right now the romantic suspense um manuscripts and things like that I probably would trickle my feet into it or dip my toes into it, you know, <laughs> with maybe a novella or like short story or something like that. Or um, just because it has been three years now since I've done any of the romantic suspense um, because it's been all rom-com since, since now. So, um, I mean, I can obviously do it because I published like nine books under it, but, <laughs> um, but it's, it's going to be retraining my thinking, you know? You know, not so have the jokes. Have a little bit of magic trickle into them. Yeah, yeah, or jokes in the middle of a shootout or something <laughs> like that. You know. Although, so, yeah. <laughs> Deadpool does it. Like, I mean, well, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's one thing my agent sometimes would call me on um, when doing a romantic suspense. Uh, it'd be a really serious moment. And then one of my characters would crack a joke, you know, and she'd be like, no, no, no April, this is supposed to be angsty. I'm like, eh. Everybody likes a joke. I have a question for you regarding your pen name. So did yeah. you want, did you want the pen name? Did the, your agent suggest it? How did that come about? Well, my new publisher, so my romantic suspense books are actually um, with Forever, Grand Central. Um, and my rom-coms are, yeah. And my rom-coms are with St. Martin's. Um, and they asked me just if I would mind, like if I've ever thought about it. Um, and I hadn't really until then, but then, and it was up to me, but I, you know, the more I thought about it, I was like, they are very different styles of writing. Like the romantic suspense, they're very steamy, you know, they're, you know, definitely not the rom-commy books, you know, um, they're, <laughs> they're very, spe- what did I, one of my friends said something like, um, when I wrote the first draft of Not the Witch You Wed, she's like, I think she's like, it's page like 150 April. And I don't know. They haven't had sex yet. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm losing my touch, you know, like, um, so they're very different. So, you know, new, different subgenre, different steam level, different writing style, like, like just different everything. So it made sense to have a different name. Um, but I've always said that no, regardless of what I write, you know, if I write monster romance, like anything, um, my first name is always going to be April because I know my limits. I once tried in the very beginning of publishing to go by a different name and I was at a writer conference and people would say my name and I would just keep on walking. I'm like, <laughs> all right, so I'm stuck with it. I might have 50 different pen names, but they're all going to be April something. So yeah. I like it. Perfect. <laughs> but you submitted it. You submitted the rom com under April Hunt. Yes. Ah, yeah. I see. Yeah, I did. Um, and then it wasn't until I think, gosh, um, I I think I submitted the first book, um, and then we talked about like pen names and things like that. Um, and I very literally like I don't know where Asher came from. It's not a family name. It's not a. <laughs> 
No, I, I don't know where it came from. There's a good sound um, to it. Yeah, I guess so. Stuff. You know? The, the <laughs> so, AA, uh, sound. Yeah. Yeah, the AA. I think it actually even might have been my mother-in-law who might have put I don't know. At one point, I had all my family members just like looking up on like baby name, baby name sites. And I was like, <laughs> all right. <you> know. <laughs> it works. It had a nice ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were, so what, I, I, I guess you mentioned earlier, like, um, so you have files of, I assume they're unfinished uh, yes. stories. So there's some that are finished that I just haven't finished. done anything with. Yeah. yeah. So like, at what point do you decide, oh, this is just not working or it, I just can't finish it? Or, you know, at what point is like, does it become shelved? Um, well, the very, very first book that I wrote that um, I tried to get an agent with, you know, I queried, I got quite a few nibbles and things like that, and it just didn't go anywhere. And I think probably that very first one that you try to go that traditional route with and get that agent, that's always the toughest one to let go <laughs> because you work with it for a long time, you know, um, and I can't even remember what the name of it was. Um <laughs> but it was so long ago, but, um, that was probably like the toughest one. Um, I remember rewriting it a bajillion times, you know, using the feedback that I heard from agents and things like that. Um, and I think I do believe I even tried like a second round after I did like major revisions, um, and still got nibbles, but like nothing went that full way. And so I finally had to say, all right, it's time to put it to bed. <laughs> and try and get some new characters and a new story in my head so um and it, that was what needed to happen because that actually that second story then that I queried is actually the one that did get me my agent and my first book deal so um but you never know you know and you get so attached to projects too and you know it, it's hard to let go yeah. so that means <laughs> while you were querying the very first one you weren't writing a second one you were putting all I, your eggs in that basket? I or? was putting all my eggs in that one basket. Um, I think I, I did like, you know, like fiddle with like offside like type of things, but, um, but all my focus was just on that and revisions and, and querying and stuff like that. Um, I do remember though, it was a, I called it a contemporary romance, but with romantic suspense, <laughs> um like in there like you know mm -hmm. it was supposed to be just a little you know yeah. um <laughs> but um yeah I, I should have known that that I would just just go full tilt into romantic suspense <laughs> but my, my agent tells me now she's like you know April whenever I contemplate writing like a straight contemporary romance like I love like the cowboy romances and things like you know like in small town I love it um, but she goes, you can't do a small town romance. And I'm like, well, why? She's like, because you're going to throw in a stalker or a something. And I'm like, well, you know, they have stalkers in small towns, I'm sure, you know? That's too <laughs> no, but the, What's but your the problem with that at all? No yeah. problem with that at all. Like, no, you know. but everybody knows who that person is. So they can't. <laughs> right? it's, it's, always, it's always the weird neighbor person across the street, you know? <laughs> You have to change it up and make it like the old lady on the yeah. <laughs> and yeah. actually, the the funny thing, I think that one did have a stalker in it. Now that I think about it, that very first one, like she she lived in, I want to say she lived in New York, but she was from a really small town, and she had to go back home to get away from. That's what it was. She had to get oh, a, go away, get go back it. home to get away from the stalker. Did um, you follow her there? 
um yeah yeah oh so and of course you know she had to reconnect with a father she hadn't talked to see look now it's coming back to me <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's hope yet ladies we can get yeah. her in public <laughs> maybe that is my way to do a small town Romeo. let's keep that stalker in there it's cowboys <laughs> yeah, yeah. <All> right. <laughs> but that was the very first book i like shelled shelled yeah <laughs> so how long were you um were you revising that was it oh gosh i would probably say at least two years um oh before i started awesome. yeah because until then actually i was i was writing but i was just writing for me and like um because i actually got into writing when i was on bed rest with my first kid because i was bored out of my mind um and then I, I got a little bit more progressive with it when i was on bed rest with my second child um and then <laughs> it was actually my uh, one of my best friends tiff marcello who does romance um and women's fiction um long story short we were nurses together and oh. so she's actually the one that convinced me to go for it with that that first uh querying book that I ended up shelving but you know mm -hmm. um so I wouldn't have even been published if it hadn't been for her kind of pushing me there yeah. I love it I think she's the one that convinced me too to shelve it also I do remember <laughs> <laughs> you need friends like that yeah. right. you, do. you need Long ones now. that say yeah that that honey no moment you know that like no yeah okay you, yes. you tried let's so do something. at what point at what point was that at what point did she you know and what did she say in your, in your exact moment? it was it was after I want to say I got through because like I said I revised I queried I didn't get any you know offers and then um I revised like majorly based on a lot of the feedback I got from agents and then I think I probably got through like maybe half of my agent list um and she's like you know maybe you should work on something new <laughs> <laughs> and that was like her very polite way of saying okay it revert you know focus <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> and that's right around the time and then then I started um working on the uh, the next one <laughs> and did you get the agent with the next one I did so see Yay. Tiffany knew best <laughs> so yeah excellent so is that when you went full tilt into suspense yeah so suspense? so yeah so actually even the second book that I wrote I still called it contemporary with suspense you know um <laughs> I can't even remember the term um but when I signed my agent and we went on submission she's like she's like I think we should go full tilt romantic suspense mm. and I'm like but 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 she's like no no let's try it and so I did even more revisions before we submitted to publishers and made it more suspensey. And I'm I'm glad. Like I mean, she had to convince me, but <laughs> but I'm glad she did. <laughs> Definitely, that was worth it. Mm -hmm, it was. Now, are you the type of person who can work on one or two books at the same time, or do you just focus on one? Yeah, I I have tried to do multiple ones, but especially if they're like different worlds or different things I get confused like mm -hmm. I'm I'm I I'm very like one track <laughs> I don't I can't listen to me you know sometimes a lot of authors will listen to music and have playlists that they play while they're right I can't do that like I need I need quiet I need to focus <laughs> um because whatever I'm listening to those feelings of those lyrics always will end up on the page so you know so I'll end up you know in a sad moment that's supposed to be a sad moment on the page somebody you know 
talking about like you know I don't know um humor <laughs> and fun and when it's not supposed to be a fun moment <laughs> so how like, long does it usually oops sorry no no yeah go ahead Angie oh, I was just wondering how long does it usually take to write a book well, you know, when I did romantic suspense, um, those were all in mass market. So I was usually releasing like two books a year. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would probably say, um, I was writing one in maybe like four months, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, but with the rom-coms, the trade, you know, it took me a little while <laughs> because usually it's one book a year, you know? Um, so I have realized that I am one for like tighter deadlines because if mm. if I have a whole year to work on something <laughs> I'm just like ah, I can do it in a couple of weeks you know what I mean um and then it comes back later to bite me on the ass but um <laughs> but I'm very maybe it's the nurse in me too like I need to have I need to have deadlines mm. and more time is not always the best course of action I tend to thrive a little bit when I'm on the tight. If my editor's listening, you didn't hear this part, but I, I tend to thrive. <laughs> it's just I tend to, Yeah, I tend to thrive better on like tighter deadlines. Like the closer I get to the deadline, the more focused I get. Yeah, and the more the more like, takeout we order also. But you know. <laughs> yeah, really being on a deadline like yeah, <laughs> it's it's like uh, the moment this episode airs, you get it. You get an email in your inbox. I think they're deadlines. So. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get me your edits two weeks sooner? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, of all the day jobs that I think would be the hardest to have would be being a nurse um, and definitely superhero, by the way. Uh, I, I honestly bow my, I bow to nurses more to, than to doctors because they are the ones that are there. Um, and um, so <laughs> yeah, it's it's it guess the doctor pops in and out. Okay, you're oh you're okay, but it's the nurses that really like have to check the medication and whatever and IV anyway. So for all the day job, the hardest one of the hardest day jobs to have. How do you balance that now? Because aren't you just dead on your feet at the end of the day? And how do oh, yeah. you come home and say, all right, I'm gonna write, which is not also an easy thing to do. Um, mm -hmm. especially if you're tired. So how do you, you know, convince yourself to even just a chapter a day after a tiring day of work? You know, I think um, for so many years, I was um, a night, you know, the night shift. And so just working night shift, you, your bodily, and, and it's not healthy by any stretch of the imagination, but your, your body learns to adjust to not getting as much sleep as, you know, somebody with a regular nine to five job. Um, and then when my children were a lot younger, my, I was just more accustomed to it because I, they didn't realize that mommy was working all night long. You know what I mean? So, um, so my body, like I'm one that I do like to stay up later rather mm -hmm. than get up early. Like I have friends who do like the 5am writers club. Mm -hmm. I do that. Well, Leave them up all tried, night. <laughs> tried. I think I might have showed up twice and I was like mm, yeah no and it was actually Tiffany that tried to I was like yeah this my my brain does not function till like 9 a.m at least so um <laughs> um but pretty much my body's just accustomed not to getting as much sleep as I probably as I probably should um mm -hmm. but I tend to do most of my writing at night I do try and block off my writing where I'll try and get some stuff done before work um but then that next day, instead of like writing, because 
it when you're exhausted lord only knows what you're going to be writing on that page you know i'll probably end up having to rewrite it a million times and that has happened um but um i try and do like all those other authorly things you know like the admin stuff and emails or you know make graphic like i, I do try and make it somewhat productive <laughs> when i roll out of bed sometimes i'm like nah i can't even do that but but you just kind of do what you need to do in that moment and <laughs> Sometimes it's writing and sometimes it's not. <laughs> but do you have an outline for your books or do you just pants? I I say I'm a planster. So like <laughs> when I first started with um, Romantic Suspense, my first, I would probably say my first three books were totally pantsed. Like I had no idea what I was going to put on from one moment to the next. Now um, <laughs> I try doing like, like the color coded and the graphs and you know like the 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 index cards and like I tried I I I tried Lord knows I tried um so now I always say I plant like I'll start I'll envision what I want to happen in a chapter right and I usually try and think up like six to ten chapters at a time of what I want to happen and I'll write a couple brief snippets, you know, like, oh, like first kiss or, you know, says this or whatever. Um, and then I go back and I'll just start writing and I'll see what kind of happens. And sometimes I stick to those little, little index cards that I have for the scenes. And then sometimes I, they go off the, <laughs> they go, <laughs> they go off-roading and then I have to kind of like bring it back in. Um but that seems to be working for me so far. So I call it like a plan steam. I know the big concept things, mm. but a detailed plot outline. Oh, no. Even just the thought of that is like giving me palpitations. <laughs> like, I don't know how people do that. Like actually plot out an entire book. I don't know. I have I have a friend, yeah, who writes such a detailed outline. It's basically like she writes the book before she writes the book. And I was like, I know how I want it to end. And so a lot of times I'll have the end scene in my head. I'm like, how, 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 how do you know every little thing? Cause mm. I'm a lot of times when I'm writing, I'm just getting to know my characters oh. also, you know, and you know, characters surprise us, you know, right? yeah. they kind of do their own thing half the time. They do, like, yes. they go off road and do Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> they go off roading and you're like, Oh, I didn't know that about them, you know? So, <laughs> but so I'm, if if I wrote a plot and like an outline, I know at some point in time I'd have to throw out that outline and just have to do it all, all over again. So <laughs> it's working for you. Whatever you're doing, just keep yeah. doing it. It's working. All right. All right. I'm gonna tell my editor that too. I don't need to do an synopsis. Share synopsis before you actually write the book. <laughs> oh, that synopsis is like a four-letter word. I know. <laughs> It strikes fear in every writer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and not only that, because with you have to have a one sentence, a one paragraph, a couple pages, four pages. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and you haven't written the book yet? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> why? Um, so have you ever considered, like, would there ever be a crossover between your two worlds, between your 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 paranormal and your romantic suspense well you know it's funny you mentioned that because there is um another shelled thing that I started so when I was between um gosh projects and it was when I was doing romantic suspense 
Um, but I was trying to think of something to write for like my newsletter people, you know, just like a fun little like serial type of thing where there's like a little um, like something each every other week or what. And I flirted with the idea of doing um, like a paranormal romantic suspense. Mm. Um, I didn't get very far. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have gotten like maybe three chapters into it um but it is still a fun idea and I would definitely like to to cross those two uh those two bridges to form one but I don't know if that would be an April Hunt thing or an April Asher thing I don't know no I have to come up with a new Asher. pen name <laughs> yeah, no, no. no it's good it's going to be uh uh an Asher Hunt thing that that was gonna say uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yep. or an April Asher Hunt with a hyphen. There you know? we. <laughs> Someone from your romantic suspense figures out that there are actually witches. <gasps> hey. and then they... April, you'll have <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do the the outline for you. We'll send it to you. It's all good. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll 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 give you everything you need, and you just put it all together. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and actually, that's such an interesting way to, to listen to your experience, because, um, of course, there are many instances, I'm pretty sure there are many writers who, who gets to a point where maybe the first book, they can't even let go. And they mm -hmm. can't even think, oh, if I can't make it with this one book, who's to say I'm going to make it with the next book and the next book? And, but at least you were able to hang in there. And I think that's the important thing is that if you can't. Uh, important thing to reiterate is like if one is not working you're not just mm -hmm. the one you have more and more and more yeah and sometimes you need somebody to kick you on the ass and tell you it's time to move you know what I mean because it's yes. hard yes <laughs> we need those people in our lives who give us yeah. a good ass kicking and say hey you know what move on yep yeah. you got more stories than you get to work exactly <laughs> So thank you for sharing that with us because it's it's always good to remember that sometimes you know along the way and at the same time Shelby's your day job not an excuse not to write there you go no matter what your day job is you can still write because like I said being a nurse it's never not the easiest job in the world and it's and to be able to write these this many books as a nurse and you're still a nurse uh, until now I assume you're still a nurse so I uh, am. Yeah. So it's kind of that you can write and balance and 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 um, balance your day job at the same time. I'm pretty much saying this to myself as no, well. no, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not just for you, Shelby. It's for me too, for us too. All right. So thank you, April. I'm gonna move it on down to Christy, who has your 10 speed round questions. Christy, take it away. Yes. Really easy questions, top of your head answers, one word, one sentence, a whole paragraph, whatever you feel comfortable telling okay. us. And the first one is, do you consider yourself an organized person or do you crave the chaos? Can I say organized chaos? Ooh. Yes. Because I'm a little bit of both. <laughs> okay, that's what I I'm like going to go that. with. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Number two, do you have a favorite drink or cocktail or even a mocktail? Oh gosh, I am addicted to diet raspberry snapple. I constantly have it. Hold on, I'll see. Just ignore my ugly cup. It's like a movie cup. I always have one in like the hugest cup that I that is nearby. So yeah. I like it, and that sounds really delicious. And I think oh, I yeah. it is delicious. It makes you have to pee every five minutes, but it's great. <laughs> That's all good. Um, number three is which famous person, real or fictional, would you like to have over for dinner? 
oh that's hard okay <laughs> um oh oh my gosh I don't know that I can narrow it down just to one no just tell us the kind of person that you'd like them I would probably say some kind of like a kick-ass like I don't know I don't know that one's a tough one <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, I in my brain my brain keeps showing me Jason Momoa but oh, yeah. like I'm oh. like I don't I don't think my husband would appreciate it. <laughs> he doesn't have to be there it can just be like you know oh, it's just, just a girl okay if it's just me and, it, and Jason Momoa okay <laughs> What if they make a movie of one of your books and Jason Momoa was the lead? Hey, there you go. Exactly. That Fantastic. Now that's a fantasy right there. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> Number four is, do you learn by doing or watching? Doing. Very nice. Which reality show would you agree to go on? The Great British Bake Off, American Ninja Warriors, Survivor, or another one of your choice? I would not survive without Snapple. So that one is entirely out. Um, if I said the Great British Bake Off, my husband would laugh because I do, I, I cook, but um, but I would say that one because I'm, yeah, I would have to go with that one because I like the sweet treats. I know. And I like the people that are there too. They're really, they yeah. Sound fun. yeah. Um, what's your favorite activity on your day off if you have one? Because we know you're sleeping. Busy. Sleeping. <laughs> I like it. Do you prefer sunrises or sunsets? Sunsets. Nice. If you were to adopt a pet, which animal would it be? Like a dog, a cat, a bunny, a goldfish? You know, I we are dog and cat people, um, but we actually um, adopted um, our our cat when she was really itty bitty itty itty bitty um and very sick so i'd probably say another another cat right right up kate's alley right um <laughs> they're not here okay. right now i don't know why but oh really like if you could star in a remake of any movie which character would you like to play Ooh, any movie mm -hmm. that leaves it like wide open yeah. um hmm I'm trying to think what what remakes have there been recently mm -hmm. but, uh, but it can be any movie do you like do you watch rom-coms because you write them I do um oh gosh I'm trying to think what which one I recently saw you know what I'm just gonna say can I cheat and say a tv show absolutely okay I would like to do a third charmed reboot <laughs> Yes, I loved that show. And any of the sisters. I don't care who it is. <laughs> yep, I agree. And that it, it suits what you're writing, too. It's perfect. And then the last question, which is always the most intellectual one. Oh, no. When it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to potato chips, Ruffles or Lay's? Ooh, don't, doesn't, ooh, hmm. doesn't Lay's have a ruffled kind of chip? Yeah, but I'm talking the plain classic the plain. place. <laughs> no, no cheddar. Um, I, I would probably say the ruffles. <laughs> Me too. Thank you so much for answering those, April. <laughs> those were hard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they made me think. <laughs> See there. Oh, there's your kitty. <laughs> So, Shelby, what are your answers to Christie's burning 
top 10 questions, please let us know in the comments down below. And if you have also a shell book story that you would like to share with us or just want to say hi, email us at shellbookspodcast at gmail.com. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please, 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 please subscribe so that you don't miss a single amazing episode because you never know who we will have on next. And that is always a surprise. And I, and I always love it. I can't wait. And plus, if you subscribe, you know who's going to come on next because when we premiere an episode, it's like right there. You, you, you get a notification. So make sure to do that. And if you're listening at one of our, uh, on your podcast, a favorite podcast app, you know, if you could leave us a five-star review, we are authors too. We need those five-star reviews so that other listeners can find us because that is how we get recommended by the system. So if you have, if you put those reviews, you know, just a kind word, five stars. We would love that. So April, thank you so much for joining us. Where can they find you on the internet? So I'm at aprilhuntbooks.com or aprilasherbooks.com. Um, and I am on Instagram, um, TikTok reluctantly, but I am there. Um, and Facebook at um, Novels by April. Mm, okay, good. And uh, what are you working on now? What can they, what can they uh, besides the wonderful row of books that are, that are uh, behind you right I now? What yeah, so not look, look forward to from you in the future. So I do have um there is one more book um definitely to come out in the supernatural single series. I'm actually working on edits on that um as we speak. And um after that, I do have quite a few ideas that are percolating. So once those um those edits are done, I'm probably gonna I'll probably end up making or creating some new shelved things, but I have lots of ideas. <laughs> I have lots of ideas floating around in my head, so we'll have to see which one sticks. Well, hooray for lots of ideas. We love that <laughs> because, you know, as writers, we are, we have a lot of ideas. So we, we mm -hmm. you know, continue that, dear writer, dear, dear Shelby, because, you know, like, like we, we keep saying in this uh, podcast, you are not just one book. There are so, so many other stories you can tell. And if you give us that argument, well, all the stories have been told. Well, those stories have not been told by you. So you at least have to try because you never know, right? I mean, April tried and now she's where she is today. So if that's not you, then, well, you know, we don't know. But please make sure to do that. And if you remember that, come back next Thursday because we have a new episode for you. And we are your hosts, Kate Evangelista. And Sandro. And Christy Berman. And remember, everybody, keep on writing. And that was another episode of the Shelved Books Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Till the next one, stay safe, read more, write more, and continue to be at your creative best. The world is waiting, and so are we.